1: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just
0: go to their website at current.tech.
2: And now, gambling terms. Push, a wager that results in a tie. Even money, bet with the same payout as you wager. Legit, knowing where it's truly legal to gamble in Colorado. You can enjoy legal gaming in Blackhawk, Central City, Cripple Creek, as well as licensed online sports and off track betting in Colorado. Play legit and gamble only where it's legal. Learn more now at playlegitco.com. A message from the Colorado Division of Gaming. Gambling problem, call or text 1 800 Gambler. SportsYak is powered by Notre Dame Athletics. Experience the excitement of cheering the fighting Irish onward to victory. Tickets for Notre Dame Athletic Events are available at UND.com slash buy tickets.
0: It's football time. Fall broken bones. Cheerleaders. Hot dogs. Mascots. I miss my mommy. Are you ready for football? It's time to tailgate. Mascots are stupid. Time to break some bones. Touchdown. Corey Man, Or is he a man? Maybe he's just a boy crying to his mother. Chuck Freebie. Is it really free? He gets a paycheck. Sports Yak. With Corey Mann. And somebody named Fremont or Freebie. Download wherever you download podcasts. That's kind of stupid. Where else
1: would you go? And welcome to episode 134 of
0: Sports Yak.
1: It's the Floyd Bannister episode. Floyd, slide down the bannister. <laughs> Which is kind of what he did in his career. He had some good years with the White Sox. 87, he won 16 games, had 11 complete games. Uh, but for his career, 134 wins... 143 losses.
2: Here we go, FB. Here we go. Floyd oh. Bannister. Yeah. Been a while since I've thought of that name. Let's take care of some email. Please. Matt Bixel. Thanks I know, for writing I us. I know
1: Matt Bixel. How do you know Matt? Uh, he works at Lake City Bank. Uh, once was working up there by me up on the economically impoverished Northwest side of South Bend.
2: Great Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast. You guys are great to listen to. He was listening to episode 131, the Hawk Harrelson episode. Oh, yeah. Sorry he missed the Twitter tattoo poll. None for him. Okay. He also hopes to listen to episode 132 and episode 2 within the next couple of days. <laughs> I went Episode back, 2. I went back to see what we were talking about in episode 2. Take a guess. One, one uh, tidbit of what we talked about. Notre Dame football. Okay. Uh, apparently, a word was... Repeated sixteen times during the press conference that you had noticed. Oh gosh, uh, grit? Mm-hmm. Was, I, don't, I don't know what the word okay. was. Uh, let's see here. We talked about a mixtape during a tailgating, yeah, and or the menu items. And uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, that was it. That was kind of the episode right there. Oh, that's all right. Twenty eight minutes and fifty two seconds. And you might be asking yourself, well, Corey, how do you have that info? It's in our archives at pulsefm.com, right on the front page. Boom. Okay. So there's Matt. You mean other people are emailing? We got yes. more than one email. Yes. Wow. Sean Morgan writes Hi, Sean. Hi. My name is Sean Morgan. I would like to know if you are available for personal basketball training for my kids. Also, are you set up to take credit cards?
1: We. We will take credit cards.
0: <laughs> we don't do any
1: personal <laughs> training, but we will take credit cards. Mm-hmm. And, do... and we'd prefer that they not be maxed out when we get them and that you have a, a long line of credit that we can run up for you. Would you like to do uh, our giveaways,
2: get those out of the way right at the beginning? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Why, why hold people over the fire for that? Just take care of it right now. Sure. Two contests uh, via email at yak with two Ks at gmail.com. Our first winner, Brickyard Tickets. Yes. David Yoder of Wakarusa. David Yoder. And a boy David. And Hope we, you enjoy the brickyard. We head up to Michigan for the Mark Martell tickets from Coloma. Catania Cowgill. Hey, Catania. Catania Cowgill. All right. Congratulations. And thank you both for listening. Appreciate that. Obviously, they listen if they sent in an email. Exactly. I'm going to check our tweets real quick in case anyone has any comments or questions. Mm. No. A lot of people got a kick out of my tweet that simply said, Tonight, a historic occurrence. (laughs) The Sports Yak team will be broadcasting Edwardsburg-Dawajak High School football on TV. Much like
1: the podcast, Chuck will do all the work. Corey will just sit and look good. That's not true. That is not that. I know that was your thought going in. That oh, I'm going to get to enjoy the game, and then you got the book dropped that off. I was alive at your house. in the pit of hell. Let well, let's as as you like to say, let's pull back the curtain. Yes, on the experience last night. So last night, um, our buddy Bob Nagel is dealing with some health issues right now. So we're a little shorthanded on the 46th game of the week. But, like a dinosaur. Like a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. And, no, that's short-armed. Okay. <laughs> well, nevertheless. <laughs> uh, so last night, and and this is really pulling back the curtain now, and and hopefully this is giving you information that bores you, although God knows if you're listening to this podcast, you're used to that. But we, uh, we had a lot of advertising in the game last night. And unlike the Elkhart Central Elkhart Memorial game where most of the advertising was in commercial, taped commercials that run from here, these are what are known in the business as live reads, little 10 to 15 second snippets that come in. Much like when in this podcast, Corey reads the Notre Dame Athletics live read. Mm-hmm. He does that on tape. These are actually done live during the game. And a high school football game is 48 minutes. And we had 56 minutes of live reads. (laughs) Not 56 minutes, 56 live Live reads. reads. Mm -hmm. So the thought was, because there were so many of those, to allow Bo to focus on doing color and so that we could have our Bills Heating sideline reports, let's have Bo on the sidelines. He doesn't have monitor, but he'll still be able to do color because he's good. He's Bo. I'll do play-by-play as normal. And we brought in my guy here, Mr. Mann, to do the live reads. That's all we were asking for him Because, as you know, listening to the show, he bills himself as somebody who knows nothing about sports. Therefore, why would we ask him to talk about sports? Right. So we are asking you to do the live reads. And there are 56 live reads. So when you got that book dropped off at the house yesterday, Mm-hmm. Uh, Which, by the way, God bless you for allowing somebody into the gated community. Mm -hmm. Um, What was your thought when you first looked at
2: it? I saw a note immediately that said, let's keep the auto services separated. Mm -hmm. And there was a pronunciation on two names. Right. I could have used help on three other names. Okay. Uh, But other than that, you know, I've been doing this for so long. My my only criticism was these were interestingly written you know let's let's draw the line in the sand these are supposed to be 15 seconds long let's get the message across i don't think anyone remembers any phone number from last night i think we're in a website world i think that would be easier to remember those were my Mm -hmm. two cents drop the phone number give the website Mm -hmm. and drop any sentence that ever says "for all your fill in the blank needs," <laughs> I th- I literally think that's the worst line in advertising that has been kicked to the curb. It was huge during Mad Men,
1: you know, yeah, in the well, 60s and 70s, we're not in the 1960s. But anymore, I, I think we? we
2: should we should get rid of that because line. Because there's
1: no business that fulfills all my needs.
2: There's not. There's a couple creative lines in some of them, but that was from the business themselves. Yeah. And, but and, I literally and I didn't I get say, to watch the game. I will say this there was some memorable copy in there. There was. Just Pie. I'm kind of looking forward to going to Just Pie today, maybe. Yeah. And
1: just get Pie. But you know what helped make the Just Pie read? There were two things that helped make the Just Pie read. First of all, the way you read it the first time, mm-hmm. where you really put the emphasis on Just Pie, <laughs> which references, by the way, back to an old Letterman bit. Yeah, Letterman visited a place called Just Lamps. Oh. Can I get shades here? No. Just Lamps. <laughs> what if I wanted shades? You know where you go for that? No. Just Shades. <laughs> so Just Pie reminded me of the old Letterman bit. So then the second time when you had the Just Pie read during the game, Bo and I decided to join in. And how did that feel? It felt like camaraderie.
2: That felt like three guys having a laugh. Yeah. Because no. uh, Bo camped out on, what about cookie? You got a cookie? <laughs> but I think you uh, you kind of pushed a
1: little bit. I said, yeah. how about cake? Can I get cake? Just pie. Just pie. Just pie. <laughs> Justpie.com. So, and, and here, they're getting, they just got like the best free advertising they'll ever get right here on this podcast. Memorable. Uh, but mm-hmm. you said you didn't get to see any of the game, which isn't true.
2: I mean, I, I looked up from time to time, but like there would be time where I'm shuffling the pile of paper, and you're at me again, and I I, I kind of <laughs> because
1: there's fifty six of them, I got to get in, you know, and, and we get a running clock in the fourth quarter, and it was it was a tough one.
2: It was a a kabuda, and I'm like, yeah. is that even how you say that name? Who knows? Kaboda, kabuda, kabuda, Cam, camry, camry, kamui, yes, yes. hey, just pie back to just oh boy but it was fun it was fun you guys are such a top-notch team there are so many working parts oh, that baby. go into a live broadcast that blow my mind edwardsburg i'm gonna give your press box a b plus a lot of leg room you need taller seats taller seats would be
1: helpful you need
2: taller and uh, wider rows because yes. there's no way i was leaving that at all no and you had to get me a cookie and then I wanted a water. I had to bypass
1: the water. Why didn't you say you wanted a
2: water? I, I kinda looked around to see if I could catch the eye of someone like, hey, water over here. Nobody
1: but, was looking f- nobody was looking for your no needs.
2: Nope. <laughs> No, they were not doing that. But it was it was great. Edwardsburg, uh beautiful amazing facility. program, yeah. Beautiful field. Uh, they've they've got this. They want to win, Chuck. They've been to the state championship.
1: Me thinks they want to go back. How about that community support, too? Yes. And did they stay after the game Thursday for the night. they stay after the game for the band to
2: play? Yes. While we're on the subject, I'll just get into one of my questions.
1: This was your first experience at a running clock? Yeah. Thoughts. I I think it's a good idea. Team gets a Here's the national Federation of High School rule, and they've used this rule in Michigan for some time now, but it's new here in Indiana. Team gets up by 35. The clock is now a running clock. It does not matter if the score dips below 35. It's still running. Once you get to a plus 35 situation, that's it, kids. We've started the running clock. Now, I know some of you football purists will say, well, there was an NFL game where a team came back from 35-point deficit in the playoffs and won. I understand that. But as Bo said on the air last night, here's the key. Don't get down by 35. <laughs> then you don't have to worry about the running clock. Yes. Um, no, I think it's great because the game's over by then. I mean, one, they're, less than 1% of the games are going to have a comeback. You get down by 35, game is over.
2: Yeah, even with the amount of time to be able to pull it off.
1: Yeah.
2: And... I think the referees were kind of new to that experience last night.
1: There were some that kind of got it, and some that were like, oh, that's right. your natural instincts kick in. A a player goes out of bounds. As a referee, you wave your arms to stop the clock. No, no you don't. What I found interesting, okay, DeWajak, their first play after uh, the running clock was instituted was a long pass downfield that was incomplete. Think of how much time that chews up now. As you come, it, it really, yeah. if you were thinking, oh, we can come back, it changes the strategy of the game. But obviously by that time you're not thinking you can come back. No. And you get to
2: do it all over again tonight.
1: Bishop Chattard is ranked number one in Class 3A. They have three All-State players on offense, not to mention what they might have on defense. They... Come rolling in to Jim Andrews Field tonight to take on the fourth-ranked team in 4A, the Northwood Panthers, and I asked Nate Andrews, Jaden Miller, and Nate Newcomer about the challenge that awaits them with the Trojans of Bishop Chittar. You know, Somebody said we have
0: a great challenge in front of us. I don't know if
2: that's what we call it or not, but, but I know this. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I think... Uh, that there's people around here that uh, are excited about it. I'm not sure that everybody around here knows exactly what we're getting into. Um, it's probably uh, you know one of the best uh, best programs, best team that's, that's ever come to Andrews Field, and, and uh, we're excited to have that opportunity.
1: It's just an amazing opportunity to play a team that like that caliber. Um, we love the challenge. We love what's ahead of us, and we're going to just go out and play our hearts out. It's a big opportunity. We don't really have anything to lose.
2: So we're just like, I mean, we're the underdog this week, and we're not really used to that. So it's a good experience for us, and we're looking forward for the challenge.
1: This is Don Fisher, the voice of Indiana football, and you're listening to Sports Jack, the number one sports podcast on the Studio DNA podcast network. Actually, the only sports podcast on the network. Here's Chuck and Corey. Well, you heard Nate Andrews say, uh, I don't know if people understand <laughs> just what we're chewing off here. Uh, this uh, this will be the best team that ever played at Jim Andrews Field.
2: I'm at a conundrum. My son wants to attend the Penn game. That's understandable. He's a part of that uh, school district. I would love to come see the best team in the state. So we'll we'll see what happens tonight. Can I throw you some uh, games for tonight and just get your your take on them?
1: Uh, well, you know, you did this last week, and we went through 23 games last week. And how many did Uncle Chuck pick right? 20. I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take 20-3. and Let's see if I can do that again. You want to do all of them? Sure, why not? You all right with that? Yeah. How about you, Maniacs? What do you think?
0: Yeah, we like
1: you. Okay, thank you. Bremen at Riley. Well, I really like the way this Riley team is playing. Bremen is very young, sophomore quarterback. I'll take the Cats at Jacksonville. I'm going to ride them down this
2: time, see if we can have a better way of figuring this out.
1: Caston at North Judson. Uh, North Judson uh, got the win last week in a tough game with Culver. Caston is improved, but I like the Blue Jays. Who are they? At Liberty Field, that's North Judson. Thank you. One of my favorite towns to say Cherubusco at Lakeland. You know who else used to love Busco was uh, Jeffers. Yeah? He used to love just saying Busco.
0: Cherubusco. And
1: he'd be saying Busco tonight in the win column over Lakeland. All right. Culver at South Central. Uh, you've got your Cavaliers and your Satellites. Culver acquitted itself quite well in a loss to North Judson last week, only lost by two. I think they bounced back this week and win on the road in Union Mills.
2: Culver Academy at Harrison.
1: Really like this Culver Academy team. Of course, they got a kid named Deontay Craig who's going to the University of Iowa. I'll take the Eagles of CMA. Elkhart Central at Goshen. We saw the Blue Blazers last week. They're an impressive lot. I know Goshen got a win last week. That was against Fairfield. This is a different animal. I'll take the blue and white.
2: Memorial at Concord.
1: Memorial hasn't beaten Concord in years, and I don't see it happening tonight. Even though this isn't a bad Memorial team, I'll take the Minute Men at home. Jimtown at Washington. This is an intriguing game to me, Corey, and it's one when I made my pick on 46 picks last night. I wasn't really sold on it. I like what Todd Stamich is doing at Washington. They've got some athletic talent. They're at home. But, you know, Jimtown. If you're for real about being really good, and they gave Northwood a game last week, I'll I'll take the Jimmies, even though they're on the road tonight. But I'm I'm not sold on this pick. Don't lay money on it, people. Knox at Rochester. Uh, the Zebras bounced back last week with a uh, a nice win to open the season. I say bounce back because they've been struggling in recent years. But I think John Hendricks knows what he's doing at Knox, and I'll take the Redskins. Aruba, Jamaica. Kokomo at Plymouth. Well, Plymouth lost a heartbreaker last week. Uh, I think John Barron uh, is going to have a nice crowd there with the Blueberry Festival going on in town. I'll take the Rockies. Laporte comes to Penn. Penn is not as good as they've been, but Laporte uh, really got it handed to them by New Prairie. It doesn't get any easier tonight. I know... Corey Yeoman's excited about seeing his former player Jeremy Lowry on the slicer sidelines, but I look for the Kingsmen to bounce back with a vengeance tonight. Cavemen at East Noble, boy, this is a really good ball game tonight. Um, Mishawaka looked good in its opener against Portage, but I'm not sure Portage is as strong as East Noble. I'm I'm more convinced with East Noble winning on the road at Plymouth last week. That showed me something. I'll take the Knights playing at home. Marion at John Glenn. Uh, I think Mike Davidson has a solid team at Marion this year. I think they'll be 2-0 going into the Holy War with a win over Glenn. Osceola Grace at Fairfield. I know nothing about Osceola Grace, but I do know this. Coach Thacker is making improvements at Fairfield. They gave Goshen a game last week. They finally get in the win column. There's a big celebration in Benton tonight. Pioneer at Winnemac. Pioneer is not the team they've been. They lost to Lewis Cass last week, but I think they're still better than Winamac. I'll take Pioneer.
2: Do they got a good basketball team?
1: Am I thinking of the right? No, you're thinking, well, winamac has got a good basketball team, but Pioneer has been a, a, a dominant football team in recent years. Okay. South Bend Adams at Glen Oak, Ohio. <laughs> I know nothing about Glen Oak, Ohio. I do know South Bend Adams probably should have won its game last week. I'll take Ira Armstead and the Eagles. Clay at New Prairie. Uh, This is going to be really one-sided, New Prairie. St. Joe at Northridge. I don't like what I'm seeing from St. Joe right now, and I do like what I'm seeing from Northridge, and it's their last year at Raider Field before they put in the field turf. i got to take the Raiders. Triton at LaVille. Triton had a nice week last week. They got a good W, but Will Hostrosser and the Lancers have got it going on. Brother. I like the Lancers in this one. Warsaw at Michigan City. Boy, uh, you talk about intriguing matchups. First time they've played each other since 1922. Uh, Warsaw is a really good 6A team under Bart Curtis, but I think uh, Michigan City's got some tremendous talent. Be an interesting contrast in styles of what they do offensively. I'll take City at home, though. Wallace at West Noble. I like West Noble in the Northeast Corner Conference. I think Angola might be the only team that keeps them from winning a conference title. I'll take the West Noble Chargers.
2: Did we even get a, for tonight, Northwood, Bishop Chittard?
1: Uh, we haven't picked it, but if I were picking, I would take Chatard. No offense to the Northwood fans out there, but I just think this is one of the preeminent programs in the state of Indiana. This is Tim Newton, the voice of Purdue football. You're listening to Sports Yak, the number one sports podcast on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Actually, the only sports podcast on the network. Here are Chuck and Corey.
2: I would love to do, uh, put you on the spot, top three players to watch for our state teams this weekend in college.
1: Well, all eyes have to go to Rondale Moore from Purdue. I mean, he's already been mentioned in Heisman Talk. I think he's the most electrifying player in the Big Ten and one of the most electrifying players in the country. So when Purdue plays Nevada tonight, uh, 9.30 on Pulse FM, by the way, you're listening on your way home. Listen for the name of Rondale Moore a lot because he is electrified. I think when you take a look at IU, you've got to look at Michael Penix. That's the decision that Tom Allen has made a quarterback. Uh, look for him to try to have a big game against Ball State. That's Saturday at noon on Pulse FM. And then uh, for the Funny Irish of Notre Dame, <laughs> you know, they've a lot of names being kicked around right now, but I think Jafar Armstrong is, is the lightning bolt player on this team right now. That doesn't mean that somebody couldn't develop, but Armstrong is a guy that can hurt you in so many ways. Uh, so... I mean, obviously, all eyes are going to be on Ian Book. He's the quarterback at Notre Dame. You get a lot of attention that way. But Armstrong is probably uh, his most potent weapon in the arsenal.
0: From South Bend, Indiana, you know what that's at. I don't. It's Sports Yak with Corey Mann and Chuck Riebeer. This is Jimmy
2: You're not gone. Sports Yak! Yeah! You've been listening to Sports Yak, brought to you by Notre Dame Athletics. Experience the excitement of cheering the fighting Irish onward to victory. Tickets for Notre Dame Athletic events are available at UND.com slash buy tickets. Chicago Cubs Road Victory. How about what?
1: that? Not only a road victory, Corey, a road sweep of a Mets team that was in wildcard contention prior to this series. Last night, the big hero, Victor Caratini. Jacob deGrom is sailing along. He's retired 14 out of 15, and then we get to the seventh. Single, single, and Caratini steps to the plate, breaks a 1-1 tie with a three-run homer, and the Cubs find themselves back in the thick of the National League Central race. They're only a game and a half behind the Cardinals after a three-game sweep of the Mets. Now the Brewers come to Wrigley for the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all-day games. And let's see if the Cubs can keep that momentum going and, and get back into this uh, winning streak as they head into September.
2: My son and I had a great little conversation about the night before when it was 10-1. to 1. And then nearly and he, a collapse. And he said, well, we can go to bed now. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? No, we can't because this is uh, the first and the second inning. Now they've got to play defense and make sure they don't catch up.
1: Kyle Hendricks did not have a solid outing. He did not. Uh, He elevated a lot of his pitches, and the Mets took advantage. The Mets have some pretty good power on their team. And so all of a sudden it became 10-5 and then 10-6 and then 10-7, and the Mets have the tying run at the plate in the ninth. And Kimbrell has not exactly been a shutdown guy coming in, even though he's been... He's been picking up saves, but he makes you walk the high wire a little bit to get there, Yeah, and so that's what happened on Wednesday night. Last night, a little more sedate in the ninth inning when Kimbrell came in and got the save, but it was good to see the good John Lester come back to the Cubs. Uh, They'll need him in September. The the thing that impressed me about this series, Corey, is that Anthony Rizzo was out with a back problem the whole time. Yeah, Ian Happ picked it up. Stepped up. Addison Russell finally stepped up. Caratini steps up. So maybe not the guys that you necessarily expect to deliver did deliver for the Cubs, and that's what they've been missing during this season.
2: I've had n- not a chance to read anything, but uh, this is the weekend that Zobrist would show up, should show up, because the cutoff
1: is tomorrow, isn't it? 31st? Yeah. yeah, the 31st. So, Do you think? You know... <laughs> I mean, he'll definitely be on the 40-man roster for September. There's no question about that. I think the question is, do you move him up now to put him on the playoff roster? Do you think he'll be good enough to help you in the playoffs over the guys that you have now? Because he usually plays outfield. Well, he's versatile. You can, you can play him anywhere. He is your Swiss Army Knight kind of player.
2: Yeah. I'm just talking about the players that are currently there that are doing a decent enough job.
1: Do you move them to put Ben in their place? All right. I mean, I know from a personal standpoint, I can't stand Addison Russell. Okay, mm-hmm. but I've got to take my personal thought out of it and try to think how Theo is thinking. Do I take Zobrist ahead of Addison Russell? I definitely take Zobrist ahead of David Bode. But Schwarber? I don't. Well, Schwarber gives you, Schwarber gives you an entity that Zobrist doesn't necessarily give you, and that is the the home run threat every time he comes to the plate. Okay. So uh, I wouldn't take Zobrist over Schwarber. Uh, that said, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Ben Zobrist is placed on the roster this weekend. But, uh, you know, they've they've got about twenty four hours to make that decision. Hmm. Okay, White Sox, Tigers lose Big surprise Well, Minnesota just smashes the ball They're on a record pace for home runs Of course, who isn't this year? The ball, we talked about that before The ball flying out of the yard And uh, they went into Chicago and just hammered the White Sox Three straight And the Tigers jeez, uh, They're just awful They're just They're awful South Bend gets back to town. The Cubs wrap up their regular season this weekend. Magic number is two to make the playoffs. That means a combination of South Bend wins and Lansing losses has to equal two in order for the South Bend Cubs to make the playoffs. They play Fort Wayne tonight in the Summit City and then three games with the first-place team, the Bowling Green Hot Rods. So it's not a given. It's not a walkover for Buddy Bailey's team However, I think they're good enough to get the job done and at least get the wild card to get into the playoffs.
2: Nerd alert, by the way, Sunday is Marvel Superhero Day, a Captain America bobblehead, pretty sweet little um, memento for the game. I have put in a call. Have you now? Yeah, I can't make the game, but I know people who know people. Oh, you know people, all know right. Who know Captain America. <laughs> Uh, let me throw a little pop culture at you. I'm giving the Vince Gill record a solid B+.
1: Oh, my gosh. This was, this was intriguing. You had two musical things on the show this morning that I found very compelling. Yes. Vince Gill out with this new album. Very, I'll say it, very Christ-centered. Yes. A very Christ-centered country album. And it's interesting that he would come course he's vince gill he can pretty much get away with anything he wants uh who's going to tell him no however uh the fact that he he makes some bold statements subject matter is very yeah um bold uh so i found that compelling and then this whole and i realized we're a christian music station and maybe a lot of the people that listen to this podcast aren't that into christian music Mm -hmm. but i'm telling you despite the opinion of your wife dolly parton and for king and country coming together for god only knows that's a pretty powerful song
2: it's a powerful song to begin with yes
1: and they had done a remix with the uh, the lead singer the girl from
2: echo smith that got a little bit of mainstream touch but all of a sudden dolly parton comes out of the woodwork and says i love this song let's do something together And there's a a music video that premiered midnight last night. I played it three times this morning, and the feedback is instant. Your wife was like,
0: what?
1: Yeah. You know? um, And she wasn't alone. I mean, a lot of listeners seem to respond to that. And you made the point, I think, off air, but I think it bears repeating, for the country stations in our area Mm -hmm. and around the country, quite frankly, uh, that could be a big pickup. be
2: huge. That'll be interesting to watch. Uh, I have another podcast called What Else with Corey Mann. It's interview-based with artists. One of my personal favorites, Drew Holcomb, that episode drops on Monday. And uh, I'll also push out a Spotify playlist in case you don't know his music uh, to introduce you to that over the weekend. I'll
1: probably do that through the Yak uh, stream as well. And then you mentioned uh, there is somebody coming to town – uh, that you weren't familiar with, that I was, This and uh, Leslie Odom Jr. Playing DeBartolo. He's playing at the DeBartolo Center this weekend, I believe, right?
2: I keep seeing or, the picture on my Facebook time, or but I don't.
1: maybe it's not this weekend. Maybe it's, it's sometime in the near future.
2: Explain I, who he is while I find out.
1: He is the man who originated the role of Aaron Burr in Hamilton, and he won a Tony for his performance. So he's not only a good Broadway actor; he's a marvelous singer, and he's able to go through a variety of genres. I I, he kind of reminds me a little bit of a of a Harry Connick Jr., um, even Sinatra esque. Uh, You know, I'm not going to lump him in with Frank right away, but Mm -hmm. he's that kind of singer. Friday,
2: September 20th at the DeBartolo Performing Arts Center.
1: Now, obviously, I've got a game on a Friday night, but if you're into that kind of music, man, that, that's not often that an artist that accomplished is coming through our area. I have not seen a show at the DeBartolo. You haven't? I have not. Thoughts? Uh, I went last Saturday at the DeBartolo, and I saw the one-man play of Soren that they do there okay um i'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here okay it's it's well done it's very well done here's the problem i had a really good meal before i went it's in a darkened theater you're ready to undo the belt and call it a day and i dozed off Mm. oh did you i did i dozed off briefly did you get an elbow uh no i woke myself up oh did you go by yourself no, no, no. <laughs> Diane was with me. Um, How about the venue? Talk about the venue. Uh, the venue the venue is very intimate, I think. Mm-hmm. It, it's very nice. Uh, the one problem I had was from our seats, it was tough to see about a fifth of the stage on one side. Mm-hmm. Um, but the venue is, is high tech. They can do a lot of things and did a lot of things with screens and lighting in there and production. Uh, it's, but it's not huge. I think the crowd was maybe uh, 500
2: or so. Okay. I texted my mother about Vince Gill because I looked, as soon as I heard the record, I looked up the tour dates. He's at the Chicago Theater in two Thursdays. Mm. And the, the tickets are very reasonable. Really? Super reasonable. I also asked you about Toledo off the air because he's there in late october which i could pull that off too but when music affects me the way that did this morning i want to go see it live and i want to see it with a bunch of people sure i want to see how that feels uh let's see what else spider-man's about to leave the theaters the far from home from this summer for labor day they've added an extended uh fight scene to give it a little extra oomph this weekend that starts today do you miss the Jerry Lewis Telethon on Labor Day? That's so funny you bring that up. I I think of that, and I think of the Indianapolis 500 for some reason. Those big long days in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. Jerry Lewis, I didn't mind because for some reason I got in my head that it was local because you know they'd go well, back they do and those forth, cut-ins. You
1: know, and you I see, mean the Silver Fox Bill Darwin was so long a part of that. Yeah,
2: and when I moved down here, I felt even more of a connection. I kind of miss it, but, I mean, it did get pretty cheesy in those oh, last, yeah. yeah, I dare say, 15 years.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. Well, it had run its course, but, man, that, that's one of the great memories of my childhood is, you know, for some reason, staggering down there. This is still on. It's and, still on. And this... how much can they get? And, and yeah. you know... uh
2: and one of my kind of favorite radio guys, Uncle Bobby. He was on there for the live
1: stuff. He was on there. Bill Darwin was on there. Yeah. Um, Dean Huppert, for many years, did it then locally. So, mm-hmm. uh, and it did a. It has done a lot of good for a lot of people in our area. As of right now, we are taking next week off. That is because Corey will be out of town at a radio convention. We're going to a huge,
2: like the big Christian radio conference. Uh, i'm doing stand-up next week really yeah wednesday night doing a late night uh showcase there's six of us total that are doing um i got i have 10 minutes and 10 minutes is a long time that's a long time yeah so i've been working on it for a while as you know i've been doing open mic here locally and Mm -hmm. practicing so i've got that next week or this hurricane might
1: uh say otherwise yeah we'll see what happens if it does we'll have yaks for you they will be surprised, yaks yeah if if it doesn't don't count on us until the monday after labor day as b jean freebie wrote me in a private note i'll be missed
2: i'll be missed there you go <laughs> <laughs> that does it congratulations Catania Cowgill of coloma you're going to see mark martell david yoder you're going to the brickyard thanks for listening hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode until next time, Yak fans.
1: Oogaloo Floyd Bannister. Sports
0: Yak. Sports yak, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcasts at Spreaker.com/slash Studio DNA. Follow the Yak on Twitter at Sports yak, with two Ks, but the second K is silent.
2: You've been listening to Sports Yak, brought to you by Notre Dame Athletics. Experience the excitement of cheering the fighting Irish onward to victory. Tickets for Notre Dame Athletic events are available at UND.com slash buy tickets.
0: Stop Bears.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger.